You're listening to Digital Marketing Mondays. Each week, we bring you new and exciting content from around the marketing industry and help give you, the marketer, insights into what's happening. We'll offer our advice and share some takeaways to help you develop better strategies for your marketing. Ideally, this will also help you improve your ROI as well. So with that, let's tune into this week's episode. I thought about a topic for today, and that is people who follow us probably know that our clients tend to focus on services where it's a highly considered purchase, right? It's not Mm -hmm. an impulse buy. It's one where the prospect does quite a bit of research. And it may even be a case of technology companies might be a solution that uh, people don't really know much about the solution at all, let alone which company to buy from. So Mm -hmm. there are probably some nuances to prospecting and advertising in a scenario like that. Why don't you tell us a little bit about what some of our most successful clients are doing that help them get the best return on their ad spend in this area? Yeah, it's a really interesting topic. And one thing that we've noticed is that it can be really hard in some of these ad platforms to segment and create content to really match your buyer's journey, right? And I think more often than not, what we see happen is that people are just putting out their content online. They don't necessarily put a huge care towards how segmented it is. It's just about interrupting that flow, right? Getting the content in front of somebody, it doesn't almost doesn't matter what. And the one thing that I think I want to push back on here and and have people consider is how is your content mapping to your specific buyer's journey? And how can you reorganize that within the ad platforms to match to it? So I'll give you an example, a client that may be serving a white paper or guide content as initial display ads, a person who's never seen your brand before is now seeing white paper ads. You could definitely drive good conversions with that, especially if it's compelling content. Mm -hmm. But I think there's far more value in being able to just first serve a brand banner up to that person and say, hey, here's a tool, here's a platform. Are you interested in learning more? And then the next step is if they express some type of interest in your content or your thought leadership, whatever it happens to be, then serving up content to them to to try and get more from them, right? Serve them more content. And then if they start showing interest in your products or services specifically, that's when you can then serve other thought leadership that's further along down the buyer's journey, right? So your case studies, your research papers, right? Your specific content that will help inform decisions. And then, of course, that's when you can start really coming in for the the big win of buy my product, buy my service, you know, get a demo, whatever it happens to be. I think mm-hmm. there's greater opportunity for businesses that have highly considered buyer's journeys to be able to really think through and segment your content. You're going to probably bring down your overall volume of impressions and clicks and even conversions to an extent. But I think what you'll see on the back end is you'll see much higher quality uh, with your MQLs. You'll see more SQLs, more opportunities, more sales, right? And I think that that's ultimately what matters the most is thinking through, are you getting the end results that you want? And how can you modify your campaigns on the front end to make sure that they're matching to that journey. Yeah, nothing wrong with reducing the noise and to help identify the signal, to use an engineering 
analogy right. there, right? right? Interesting. So it seems to me that sort of the buyer's journey breaks into multiple parts and the sort of two major categories. One is sort of, I've got this problem. Is there a solution out there that mm-hmm. addresses the problem? And once you find that there is a solution that addresses the problem, then it becomes a matter of what companies or what organizations can provide the solution and which one should I choose, right? So that's kind of the refinement of the process. Now, there's more little steps in between that, but those are sort of the two major major categories we're dealing with. And obviously, the content that appeals to one segment doesn't appeal to the other. And, and mm-hmm. it's important to serve the kind of stuff that people are interested in to those people and not hit them with something that they're not interested in because they're not at that stage. What about personas? How do they play into this? We're talking about the behavior of people depending on which point of the buyer's journey they're in. What about buyer personas? Mm-hmm. What about the, the economic buyer, the technical buyer, or the business-related buyer? Do you want to segment those as well? Ideally. Now, if you can, if you have the tools and you understand those buyer personas and you can generate content to speak to them, then you absolutely should. To the best of your ability, a lot of these ad platforms have ways to be able to still track to some degree of confidence, right? You know, what's their job title? What's their role? Like, if you're thinking about like Facebook as an example, that might be your criteria that you have. But when you're looking more specifically at LinkedIn or something like that, that's when you get additional layers. So then you can remarket to the people that are within the specific, you know, like that have a job title within finance, right? Mm -hmm. Then you can target them with different content than you would say the marketer or the salesperson or whatever it happens to be. There's a lot of possibilities. Yeah, it seems to me that like Google ads in analytics plays more toward segmenting groups by their behavior, by their demonstrated interests. And whereas LinkedIn, obviously, you get a lot of data about what part of the organization they belong to. Are they in the financial side? Are they in the business side? Are they in the technical side? And Mm -hmm. that can help you segment them that way. So, all right, cool. Well, good. I, I guess you map all that out and then it's a matter of implementing that in the advertising platforms. And if you have a marketing automation platform as well, obviously, that's another place where this needs to be implemented, correct? Yeah. And actually, it turns out one of our agency partners, Crowdproof, this is all that they do, right? They map out buyer's journeys. They look at user experiences on your website. How can you improve those? And we play really well together. We love the folks over at Crowdproof. This is exactly what they do, is help create those considered buyer's journeys. And it's difficult work, and it, it definitely requires some upfront thinking and some upfront research. But once you have it, it can really unlock and open doors for advertising initiatives, content initiatives, email marketing, everything on the back end will absolutely improve. Once you put in this effort, you build out this journey and you map it all out. Wow. Sounds exciting. Great. Well, thanks, Devin. That's a good overview. And obviously, if people want to discuss this more with us, we're happy to do so. So thanks for filling us in. Awesome. Thanks, Hans. Thank you so much for tuning in. We really appreciate you taking the time out of your busy day to engage with our content. Whether you're watching on YouTube or subscribed on our podcast apps, we appreciate you taking the time. Make sure to leave a comment down below and let us know any feedback that you have for us. We're always watching the comments and engaging in any way that we can. So if you find this content useful, also make sure to subscribe or give it a big thumbs up. We appreciate it. Thanks so much.